Praise the Lord. Open up your Bibles, if you would, to 1 Timothy chapter 4. Glad to see Sister Johnny back with us this morning. Hallelujah. Glad to see each and every one of you. It's a blessing to be with you. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, we're, uh, you know, we, we started out the year talking about how the, 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 the text that the Lord gave us as a group of believers, as a part of His church that we were going to stand on this year, that was that He said that, that you are the light of the world. Amen. And he said that you were to be an example this year, that you were to be influencers this year. And, uh, and so we're going to build upon that this morning, uh, uh, off of one of the texts that he gave us for this year. And, uh, I, I admonish you, if you haven't heard, uh, uh, the, the first two messages, uh, you can go to, you know, the www. GregProctor.net forward slash VWC and you can listen or you can download or you can look us up on if you've got a smartphone or a tablet on any podcast, uh, you can, you can find, find the messages there. Uh, or we, if we, if we need to, we can get a CD in your hand, whatever you want. But it's, I want you as a, uh, as a church to have the same mind, the same vision. Spirit of God, He talks to you just like He talks to your brothers and sisters, like He talks to me. And He wants us all on the same page because He's going to do some amazing things this year. Amen. And you and I are going to get to be a part of that. All right. With that being said, uh, for, uh, first Timothy chapter four, let's read verses 11 and 12 for sake of time. Verses 11 and 12, when you're there, say amen. First Timothy 4 and 11, these things suggest as an option. We got to realize there's more commands in the New Testament than they are in the Old. Amen. These things command and teach. Let no man, don't let the world despise thy youth, despise your walk in the Lord, but be thou, be thou, say I am. You are because I am says you are. Amen. The great I am. Hallelujah. Be thou an example uh, of the believers. Two posts. A, a die that is struck. Be an example of the believers in six things. In number one, word. In number two, conversation. And today we'll be talking about number three, in charity or in love. In spirit, in faith, and in purity. Brother Donnie, would you pray? Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for honoring the word. Thank you for your prayer, Brother Donnie. Hallelujah. Glory. So, this morning. God wants you and I to be in the realization, the understanding, and be active in the uh, ability by His Spirit that we are to be an example, uh, a die that is struck. In other words, you're to shape and mold people around you in love, in charity. And this this word love is uh, uh, the agape kind of love, the, the, the kind of love that only comes from God the Father. This particular type of love is about 116 times in the in the New Testament, and so it's very important. If God brings it in that much, it is important to you and I. And this agape kind of love, it's the sacrificial love that you choose, that I choose to let it operate in my life. It's a choice. 
That's all it is. And, and it's not a feeling, it's an action. And usually, uh, it's a sacrificial love that gives, uh, to the point where it even may cause you discomfort in the natural, displeasure, and may even lead to the death of some things. I want to die out to the old man, don't you? And come alive to the new? Alright, so, um, Anyway, uh, uh, in this, in this, uh, verses of scripture today, he said, I, I want you to command. I want you to see what, uh, God the Father has through his son for his church that's the best. And he said, command these things and teach. In other words, make sure that you understand that it's what God, uh, will have, but he's going to give us the ability, uh, the, uh, impartation of how to do it. Amen? All right. So, he said, be thou an example. So, you and I, th- this morning, we've got to see that uh, God started the example by He prophesied. He prophesied His Word and He brought cr- the creation forth. Amen? He said, let there be light. And, and, and light just simply was because God said, let it be. Well, this morning, he's telling you and I that when we got born again, when we got born by the Spirit of God, and Jesus come to dwell in us by the Holy Spirit, that you and I, we are an example of love. And 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 we're going to look at the Word of God where you can be built up and so encouraged that you can uh, just feed off the truth that it's not something that you have to pull from self. It's not something that you have to force yourself to do. You just have to make a choice this morning to say, I believe the Lord. And when we believe God, it pleases Him. And when our ways pleases Him, all the enemies fall by the wayside. And then the, the freedom and the liberty and the power of the Spirit of God comes forth out of our life. Amen. Alright, so let's see some things. Go with me to the book of Ephesians. Ephesians chapter number 5. And let's see how we can take the Word of God and just let it make us be what He said He would have us to be in this year. Because you and I, we need to have this charity, this God-given agape love like never before. Because look at all the hate. Look at all the discrimination. Look at all the the the, the wrong that is being loved and being embraced and being uh, pushed forward. And so you and I need to be in the place and the position that we say that I can make a difference. I can change those around me because God said I could. Amen? Alright. Ephesians chapter 5, verse number 1. The word says be. There it is again. Just simply be. And it's... it's it's it, When you receive the Word of God, it just changes you into what the Word says you are. But be ye therefore followers of God as dear children. Now this word followers is mimetes and it means to be an imitator. An imitator. Now, uh, there's, there's a lot of imitators, you know, in the world. There's a lot of, uh, wolves and sheep clothing in the world and all these things. But we're not looking at that negative part this morning. We're looking at you and I are to look at what God done through Jesus. Jesus said, I only say what I hear my Father say. I only do what I see my Father do. And he said, when you've seen me, Jesus said this, he said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So I can be a follower, an imitator of God, because I've got this word, Jesus the Christ. I can do what he did. And I can follow God. I can imitate the things of God. Well, I look at how God's very own hand has come on my life, how He's come on your life, 
And I can see how Isaiah 64, 8, where it says that God is not only God, but He's your Father. He's my Father. And He's the potter of our life. He shapes and molds us into what He would have us to be. So this morning, I can see that uh, when He says that I can be an example, you can be an example of love, it's because His hand first come upon our lives and He made us who He said we could be. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are a vessel that holds the power of the living God. The risen Savior is not somewhere way out in the atmosphere. He's right here in the depths of my heart and your heart. Amen? And so we can be so encouraged this morning, no matter what we're looking and seeing in the natural, because we know that God is on the throne of our heart. We can't speak that for everybody, but we can say it for ourselves. And when God, oh, when God reigns, Come on now, there's peace, there's possibility, and there's provision. Come on, God is going to meet your needs. He's the God that is more than enough. He will provide in your life when you let Him rule and reign. Amen? So I know there's some things that's looking uh, nerving, unnerving, and, and it makes us in the flesh, gives us anxiety and all of these things. But God, He was able to take care of the children of Israel in a place where there was nothing that could meet their need. He can meet our need this morning. Amen? All right. He said, I want you to be there for followers of God as dear children. In other words, have that attitude that, you know, uh, think about your your children or your grandchildren. When they come to you and ask you for something, they just know that you love them. We've got to know that God loves us. And you'll do your best to bring in their life what they need. It may not always be what they want, but it'll be what they need. God will meet our needs. Amen. He will take care of us. Now he said, look at this verse number two and walk in love. In other words, let everything about your life, let your walk be by this agape love. Let, let, in other words, your, your desire, uh, in life, your, 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 your very goal of, of when you take your last breath, you recognize and realize that you walked in the love of God, that you, that you carried his presence and you, and you fulfilled your destiny. You've got a destiny, amen? And nobody can do what you can do by the power of the Spirit of God. And walk in love as Christ also has loved us and has given Himself for us an offering a, a, and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. So how can I be an example this morning in the love of God? I can do what Jesus did. You can do what Jesus did. And you can't do it on your own. I can't do it on my own. But we just let God be. We let Him be number one in our life. We, 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 we stop looking. Oh, hallelujah. Get your picture of, of moment by moment and get your mind off the big things. Everybody's looking that, boy, if I could do this and if I could do that. Thank God for a vision of, of something greater, but we'll never do the greater until we do that which is least. I'll never be able to, uh, go and, and touch uh, thousands of people until I listen to the Spirit of God and I get up and I go and I touch that one. Come on now. We're talking about obedience. We're talking about faithfulness and all of those things. Jesus, He went all of His, all of that area out of His way. He must needs go through Samaria in John chapter 2 for that lady who was waiting on Him at the well. Come on, there's somebody that's waiting on God and you and I have been destined and ordained to walk in love and to bring the example of Jesus Christ to them. Amen. And we're going to do it. This is the year 2021. This is the year where we're going to bring people back to the one. The one who has the answer, the one who is their destiny, the one who is their hope, the one who is their father. Amen. 
We're going to influence because God's going to use us. So I, I need to start looking for things. I need to, to get a vision. Lord, how did you minister to that one? How did you minister to that two? How did you go and walk in faith and all of those things and just let the Spirit of God bring it on your heart, on my heart, and we just imitate Him? Find something that the Spirit of God leads you in in the Gospels or an example in, in the epistles and say, Lord, if you've done that through one of your workers, you will do it through me. Amen? Hallelujah. Now look what he says. Drop down to verse 8 for a second time. And going with our theme this year, remember? Our theme is, is, is 1 Timothy 4.12, Matthew uh, 5.14.15.16. He says in verse 8, of Ephesians 5, for ye were sometimes darkness. Now, he didn't say we were in the dark. Amen, Sister Sharon. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now, say now, now. oh glory, but now ye are light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. So how can I be an example of the love of the Lord and of this agape love, this sacrificial love? I can see exactly who I am and I can just let the light that Jesus has placed in me shine. Take that bushel off, amen? The bushel of fear. The bushel of, well, am I worthy? The bushel of, do I have the ability? Yes, you can. God is a God that says you can do all things through Him. Amen? He gives you the strength, whether you're abased or where you're abounding, to bring Him glory. He gives you strength to be able to do all that needs to be done in this world. Come on, God is calling the church out in 2021 to stand up. There's going to be an anointing to purify the church like never before. There's going to be an anointing on the members of the church to stand strong and to reach out. There's going to come. The latter and the former day rain is going to come at the same time. There's a birthing process happening right now in the Spirit to cause the lost, the harvest to come in. There's going to be an awakening. You, you don't think when the devil brings darkness even within our government that God isn't going to pour out an anointing that will bring up an awakening of people? Yes, He will. Come on, it's a good place to shout. The government, the government didn't hold Jesus down and the government ain't going to hold you down. Amen? That's right, Brother Donnie. Amen. All right. So let's think about some things. Uh, Sister Victoria, put Matthew twenty four twelve on the screen. We're in a situation right now where there is an example of of, of hate, a two post, a die of hate that's trying to take over, because uh, people are, are are trying to teach that you can do anything you want to, anytime you want to, and that just makes life great. That's a lie. I know I've tried it. It didn't work for me. It didn't work for other people. And it will never work. Amen. So what did Jesus, he gave us a warning of the sign of his coming. Matthew 24, 12. He said, for because iniquity will of what? Now what's iniquity? Iniquity is from the Greek, which means lawlessness. So he said, when you see lawlessness, when you see uh, the ability to just to be able to do whatever feels good. Do whatever you want, whenever you want. When you see that abounding, increasing, he said, the love of many will wax cold. Say, I'm not part of the many. I'm part of the few. 
Many are called, few are chosen. Many are called, few are, I'm chosen, you're chosen, amen? We're part of the few, and the few has an anointing. They have the tupos, the, the very die of the Almighty God on their life to be able to walk in love and let the light of Jesus Christ come out. So we see what's happening, that's not going to affect us. That's not going to shut us up. It's going to rather, it's going to uh, empower us and embolden us to be able to stand up and say who Jesus is, amen? Come on, there is an anointing of boldness. You're going to wax bold as a lion for Jesus. I'm not talking about being offensive like a, a boisterous, prideful individual. I'm talking about bold in just talking truth in love. Because the Bible says when we speak the truth in love, it causes people to grow up. Amen? We're going to see people come up out of the world and grow up into Jesus. Okay, for the, for, you're going to see this happening. Now, let's understand, uh, what happened to the children of Israel? Go to Exodus chapter 15, Sister Victoria, uh, down about, uh, verse 8. What happened to the children of Israel when they were in, uh, Egypt, when they were in sin, they were in bondage, uh, they, they were being controlled by the sinful Pharaoh. That's what I mean by being in sin. Uh, he told them when they could get up, when they could go to bed, how much work they had to do. He told them how much they could eat, what they could eat, and when they could eat it. That's what the devil's trying to do in the world today. He's trying to bring in the new world order. Say it's not time. Now we know we cannot stop what this Bible says, nor would we want to. But the devil wants to change seasons and times. So he's wanting to get uh, things out of whack where he can take people to hell with him. Amen. But you and I, we're going to stand strong and we're not going to get out of step with the Lord. We're going to walk with Him. It's not time. So what's happening right now? There, there is going to come an anointing to bring God's people out of Egypt. Amen? Amen. Bring them out from under the control of the Pharaoh. So... What, so I want you to be excited. I want you to see a type and a shadow. How many knows that Paul said that everything in the Old Testament was a type and a shadow of what we could see in the New, right? First Corinthians chapter 10, Romans 15, 3, that he said that it was written aforetime. It was written to, to show us the ensamples, the types and the shadows. All right. So here, uh, God's people, they're, they're under heavy, uh, burden, heavy occupation and, and, uh, illegality, lawlessness is abounding, and so the love is waxing cold. Alright, so I want you to see what God can do when love waxes cold. How did God bring His children out of Egypt? With the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together, the flood stood upright as a heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. So in other words, uh, Pharaoh is at the children of Israel's back, the Red Sea is in front of them. They have no way to get two and a half, three million people across that sea. And all of a sudden, God, He sees the love that has waxed cold and how hatred is coming against His children. And He says, oh, remember what I said. I'm not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. So, you Pharaoh, you have sowed 
illegality, lawlessness. You have waxed cold and you have brought a burden upon my people. So I'm going to let that come into the thing that you think has my people trapped. And God blows, He breathes on the Red Sea. It parts and it freezes. Okay, now I'm I'm trying to talk to you in a prophetic tone this morning. I want you to be encouraged. Everything that you're seeing that looks so bad, your God's going to breathe on it. If it's not of Him, it's going to freeze. It's going to get harder and harder for the enemy. But it's our way of escape and it's our way of bringing little ones with us. Come on, that's exciting. So he breathed on this and it was congealed. So let the, let, let, let the news media, let, the, the, the spirit of Antichrist that has entered into our media and that's trying to bring all of this deception, let them keep blowing. Let them keep talking. All it's going to do is work in a greater deliverance for you and I and the ones that we're going to ensample, the ones we're going to influence and bring out. All he's doing, the devil, he thinks he's winning. He thinks he's going to deceive. But there is a group of people out there. There's a generation, I believe with all of my heart, they are millions, maybe billions. Come on, we're seven and a half billion people plus on this planet. How many of them don't know Jesus? Come on, we've got a harvest field. And we got an opportunity, amen? And so, yes, it looks like the enemy is running right up on our back. And it looks like sometimes right now we don't know what we're going to go or what we're going to do. It doesn't matter, though, because this morning you need to prophetically see what the enemy's done in your life and say, God, I'm ready for a harvest of good out of the work of the enemy, amen? It's for you and I this morning, amen? That's a, that's you can count on it. You can take it to the bank because God will always perform. He will hasten to perform His word. Amen. I'm going to put this in here, and 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 those with those that can hear it, you hear it. And if you can't, just say, "I really don't know what the preacher is talking about." I'm just going to put it on the shelf, and I'll hear it later. What happened on the on the 29th? What happened Friday? There was a melting, a massive melting of all the snows in the Sierra Nevadas. It come washing down and it completely washed out Highway 1 that follows the whole 656 miles up the west coast of California. When it got to Big Sur, Big Sur, it wiped out the highway and it cut off There's a separate, oh, there's a separation that's coming between God's people and the devil. There's a separation between confusion and truth. There's a separate, God is going to move in California. God is going to bring salvation to those people who are in bondage. They're under heavy burden by a lying dictatorship of a government that was not meant, not set in order by God, but by the devil. Amen. And God's going to break it off. And the big sir, our God, the one that's on the throne, he's going to stop the communication of the enemy. Amen. And he's going to bring together a new oneness that can only come by the spirit of the living God. Amen. I believe it, don't you? Oh, it's ours. It's ours. This is the kind of God that we serve. Okay. So he said, I want you to be an example. So go with me to first Thessalonians chapter one. Let's look at the, the apostle Paul. Remember, Paul said, follow me as I follow That's right, Sister Michelle. So we need to what? We need to what? Know that we can do that. 
He would not tell us to do something by the Spirit of God if we couldn't do it. But in 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, look at uh, verse number 5. If you're there, say amen. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in the power. This word power, remember when the little lady fought through the crowd? And she touched the hem of Jesus' garment and immediately the issue of blood was dried up. That's the same word. Come on, God's fixing to heal some broken things. Fixing to restore what no man could do. She spent everything looking for man. Man couldn't do it. Come on, God's going to do some things in our families. Come on, in our communities that man can't do. His power is coming. Amen? Alright. But for our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance. As you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. Now notice this. Verse number 6. And ye became, come on, because Paul just simply shared the word of God, and ye became followers, imitates, imitator, followers of us and of the Lord. See, people are going to follow the Lord because they're going to look to you. See, when the devil tells you that you're not important and nobody's watching, laugh. Say, thank you, devil. Lord, I honor you. The devil's a liar. There's no truth in him. He just told me a lie. So I am important. And there are many people watching me. There'll be people in heaven, when you get there, they'll tell you things that you did or said and you'll go, uh, really? Remember Jesus when he started, uh, he, after he ascended, the, the apostle John, the, the, John the beloved, the apostle of love, he said, if I wrote everything in this book that Jesus did, the worlds couldn't contain the books. So Jesus did things that we don't know about. By him, you're doing things that you don't know about. Come on, that's from the Holy Ghost now. And you were in samples to us, all that believe. Notice this, drop down to verse uh, verse 7. You were in samples. You were that die that was struck to, to all the people in Macedonia and Achaia. So, Macedonia means the extended land. See, we've got to get an extended vision. We've got to see, yes, I want to reach my, my, my spouse or my children. I, I, I want to reach my family. But I, 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 I got to have that little vision and I start right there and then God will build on that and it'll get bigger and I can reach my community. I, I can reach my county. I can reach my state. Come on. God, God wants us to start and be faithful in the little things, get strong and get assured. It's about how well we know Him. That's all this is about. You see, the, the better you and I know Him, the more we're going to trust Him. And, and if I can trust Him, that simply means if I can believe Him. And Jesus said to the person that believes, all things are possible. All things. Amen? So I'm going to be an example in that. I'm going to give hope to people. You're going to be an example of that. You're going to give hope to people. You're going to you're going to simply just be who you are. God's not asking you to be flamboyant. He's not asking you to to uh, be all of these other things. He wants you the way you are 
in Him. That's the perfect peace. Yes, ma'am. Stand on Him. Stand in Him. Stand on who He's made you to be. Amen? Now, uh, jump back up and let's reread verse 6. He said, And you became followers of us and of the Lord, uh, having received the word in much, much affliction, with the joy of the Holy Ghost. Now, I believe with all of my heart, the Spirit of God wants me to encourage you. If you've been going through, affliction is pressure. I don't know about you, I've been through a lot of pressure here lately. It means trouble. The enemy's just, he's coming against you and I in different ways, and he's just, he's pushing on us. He's bringing pressure. Well, that what this verse is telling us this morning, according uh, how you've dealt with that pressure, whether it's fear, anxiety, anger, hurt, disappointment, confusion, whatever it might be, uh, according to how much pressure the devil's brought in your life, that's how much joy God is going to bring out of your life. So the next time the devil pushes on you and you feel this overwhelming cloud and you put the adjective in there, you put whatever it might be that you're feeling and you say, Lord, I thank you. Because right now, I receive by faith your joy in even more measure of what the devil's doing. We're talking about being an example. We're talking about touching people and, and, and helping people, giving them hope. How do we do that? Because we let the Word of God be what it is, alive, changing, powerful, for you and for I this morning. Amen? <clears throat> Hallelujah. Now notice, he said that you would be an example to all that believe. Now, so we've got to get in the place where we say, Lord, I want to, I want to have that vision for the lost, but I want to see that I'm important to my brothers and sisters too. See, there's a lot of people that are not in the house of the Lord this morning because they think they're not needed. That's not true. We need each other. And, and, and I, when I see God working in your life in a, in a, in a powerful way, uh, it gives me hope. It gives me confidence because I know what God's done for you, He'll do for me. And if He's empowering you in your tribulation, in your pressure, in your turmoil, and, and you're able to receive that joy, then guess what? I can do the same thing. That helps me. Amen? Okay. Let's go to John 17, the last verse. John 17 is the greatest chapter uh, in the uh, to me in the whole Gospels because it, it truly it's, it's truly the Lord's prayer. I know we call uh, Matthew 6 the Lord's prayer, but this is where the Lord is praying for you and I right now, and so it makes it so special and so important to me. And to you. But I want you to see when God calls you to imitate Him, when He says for you to be an example in charity, in love, I want you to see that it is of no pressure on yourself. Notice how Jesus closes out this prayer that started in the 13th chapter. He said, He's talking to the Father about us, and He says, And I have declared unto them, say He's talking about me, I have declared unto them thy name. 
thy name. Now remember, Jesus, he become the visible understanding of an invisible God. So Jesus showed us the name of the Father by his walk, by his talk, by by everything that he did in this life. He was that in, that example that you and I are following. But he said, I have showed them that name. You and I, we've got to show people the true name of the Lord. Now see, the Lord has name and title after name and title because each thing brings a revelation. But right here this morning, I want you to get the understanding of Abba. Come on, when you and I, when we say Abba, Father, we're calling God Almighty our Daddy. And uh, I, Don and I met with a, with a couple this past week and uh, they got mad at me because I said God, we're God's family. They got mad at me because I said God's building a family. They didn't like that because they said, well, I don't have a good example of a family and if God's building a family, I don't want to be a part of that. And that's sad. That, that That's really sad that they've been hurt like that and that um, they don't understand the reality of what God's doing. But whether you like it or not, there's a lot of things I don't necessarily like or understand in the Bible, but guess what? It's going to come to pass regardless. So if you don't study Luke 15, if you don't believe God's building a family, God's building a family. But in this family that God's building, He wants us to see Him as... Abba as daddy. He, as we might not have had a good example of an earthly dad, but don't let that frame who God is to you. Let what He's done in your life through this Word, let that frame to you what He's done. This morning, I'm not in hell. This morning, I'm, I'm able to, to feel His love and, and, and to, to share in His presence with you. Come on, He's a good God. He's a good God. The devil, if he had his way, every one of us, we would done be dead. He would have killed us before we got here this morning. So, Daddy, Daddy. So, Jesus is introducing us to God the Father. He's this example. Now, look, if I can, the way, the level that I know God is the level that I'm going to be able to operate in faith. So, it's important that you and I see that God loves you, like His Word says, with an everlasting love. Paul goes into great detail in Romans chapter 8. The closing verses uh, of telling you and I that nothing, none of the pressures of life, none of the cares of life, none of those things can separate you from the love of God. And he names about 17 things there. I'm, I'm, I'm going from my heart. Uh, and the number 17 means what? It means victory. Whatever the devil brings against you, you're going to have victory. Amen. Because you're in Christ and Christ is in you. All right. But notice what Jesus says here. Now, this is where I want you to really get excited. In your spirit. Jesus said, I have declared unto them thy name and, and will declare it. How does he do that? He said, when I go away, I'm going to send another comforter, right? John 14, 26. He's going to abide with you forever and he's going to bring back to your remembrance everything I've said and he's going to teach you new things. So you have the Holy Spirit. And he, he's going to keep declaring the name, the revelation of, of God to you. Now notice what happens. Uh, the reason why Jesus and why I'm doing that, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me. How much do you think God loved Jesus? Boy, let that sink in just for a minute. How much did God the Father love Jesus, God the Son? 
And I have declared unto them thy name and will declare it that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in. Come on, the, the exact amount of love that God the Father had for God the Son, He demonstrated. Mm. Put Romans 5, 8 up there, sister uh, Victoria. Romans 5, 8. God demonstrated this love to us, but God commendeth His love toward me, toward us, while we were yet sinners, while we were yet separated from God. He he died for me. Okay, so think about it. God loved me enough to send His own Son to die for me. He loved you enough to send His own Son. As God loved Christ and as He has loved us, Jesus said that love is now in the believer. Now, if you don't jump up and shout with this, something's wrong. We need to do something. Because this word in, it's a Greek word, and it means when it's fixed, when it's placed in you, it cannot, it will not be removed unless you take it out. Amen? Amen? So when you got born again, the love of God in His measure was deposited in your spirit because of the Word of God saying so, not because how you feel, or not because how you look, or not because how you act. None of those things have nothing to do with the reality of what the love will do in your life if you will follow Jesus. It's in you. It's fixed. Now, I can take it out. When God gives me free will, I can do that. But I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that. So tell the devil, the love of God. I am an example. It is fixed in me. The next time the devil says to you, you can't love that person. God gave me the love to love them with. You're a liar, devil. And then, if the flesh don't like it, and mine don't most of the time, just stick the flesh under that blood and walk right up to where that person where God don't want you to be and be a friend to them. Okay, one more time. And I have declared unto them thy name and will declare it that the love wherewith thou hast loved them may be in them and I in fixed, fixed. Jesus is in you. Jesus, the Son of the living God, who always hears the voice of God, who always does what voice tells Him to do. Come on, is in you and I? I can do what God tells me to do. I can say what the Lord tells me to say because He's in me. And the righteous, the Bible says Jesus Christ was made sin. Made sin. Not made a sinner, He was made sin. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21, that I, that you, could become the righteousness of God. Well, the Bible says in Proverbs 28, 1, the righteous shall wax bold as a lion. The lion of the tribe of Judah. The tribe of praise that he's in us. Oh, glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something now. I've never had prayer times that I've been having. I've never had visitations like I've been having. God is up to something big. I promise you. And there's going to be an anointing of the of the former and the latter day rain that's going to come together on the church. And I want you to be ready to obey the Spirit of God. Let Him use you. B, we'll do everything decently in order, but we're going to see some things that's going to bring the awe back to the church.
Not just to the church, but to the community. There's going to be some things happening. And so you need to be ready to see that we're going to have to change some things up. There's going to be some supernatural services. They're not going to be normal. They're not going to be in quote unquote man's plan or man's order. We're, and we're going to get in there and we're going to flow with him and just let him do what he wants to do. But you're going to see people that will just come into this place and run to the altar. Not running to the church, not running to us. They're running to Jesus. It's going to happen. Amen? Because why? Because you're going to follow Jesus. You're willing to be what God called you to be. Amen? I've got so much to say, but I have to be quiet. I'll close with this thought. We're talking about being an example of love. May the 2nd, 1962... In the San Francisco Examiner, there was an ad in the paper. And this ad was calling for help, asking for uh, anybody who was a criminal lawyer, attorney, uh, to, to contact this person. This lady's name, her name was Gladys Kidd. And, and she said in this ad, she said, I have no money. But she said, I am the best housekeeper. I am the best cook. In this city. And she said. I'll donate. Uh, all of my housekeeping skills. And all of my cooking skills. To your household for 10 years. If you'll help me in this situation. Come on that's a type of sacrificial love. So we get the backdrop on the story. The backdrop on the story is. Uh, that her husband. Is up for trial for murder. And if he's convicted, at that time in California, it would have been the gas chamber. And so the, the, the state had unbelievable evidence. They, they, uh, they had evidence that had the man's fingerprints on a sword. Not only had his fingerprints on the sword, but we didn't, of course, we didn't have DNA at that time, but they had his blood type on the sword. And so the, they, they thought it was just a slam dunk. So anyway, uh, an attorney named Vincent Hallander, he, he seen the plea of this woman and he said, uh, he said, I'll take on your case. He said, but because you're willing to sacrifice for this for your husband, he said, I'll sacrifice my time for you. See, God sacrificed Jesus for us. So he freely gives us all things through Christ Jesus. Freely, amen. So this attorney, uh, he was able to show that uh, the the man that was killed, he wasn't even killed with a sword. He was killed with the 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 hammer on a gun. Um, but that's another point. The point, the whole thing was, how did the guy's fingerprint and blood get on the sword? Because he had been in that man's shop years before, and he had. Picked up that sword. He had cut himself on that own, that own sword. So there's, there's things in your life and my life that the devil says, Hey, I've got evidence. But God brings us the truth through Jesus. Jesus said, I'm the way. I'm the truth. I'm the life. Amen. And so let Jesus, He wants to be your attorney. He wants to be your counselor. He wants to be your prince of peace. He wants to be your all in all. So let him be the one who defends you. When the devil comes knocking on your door, just show the devil Jesus. The blood of Jesus. 
all is well. And you just be that example. I can love because Jesus first. Come on, He first loved me. It's in me. It's in me. I'm going to be used by God to change situations and circumstances. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this group of people. I thank you, Lord, to the uh, the best of our ability this morning. We're listening to you. We're hungry for you. We desire your perfect will to be done. And Lord, if uh, I know that we could have done things just a little bit different. And uh, I, if, if it was a lack of faith on my part, I repent of that. And I just ask, Lord, that you'll just... Uh, let each one of us wax bold and decent in order moving of your spirit in our lives. But I ask that you would touch each one of us and draw us to an altar in our heart and help us to see that we are what you say we are. We can do what you say we can do. And for those this morning who are uh, in this time of pressure, this time of tribulation, Father, let there be an anointing of joy fall on each person. Let them receive it like never before, Father. Oh, I ask you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you would, come up here and make yourself an altar. If not, make yourself an altar at your chair, whatever you feel comfortable doing. Uh, uh, let's just spend some time seeking the Lord. I, I'll pray with you if you want prayer this morning. I'll put my mask up. But we need to, we, we need to, we need to be in the place where we receive everything that God would have for us. I want you to be encouraged this morning. I want you to leave here excited that inside of you is the love of God. But inside of you is the representation, the demonstration of the love of God is Jesus. Jesus is in you. That's why you can boldly say, greater is He that is in me than he that is in the world. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah.